Good morning. How are you? This is Brenda Shoshana returning for our third podcast. Uh, and the title of it is The Path is Made by Walking on It. What could that possibly mean? The path is made by walking on it. On this podcast, we're going to explore all kinds of everyday life problems, so-called obstacles, whatever it is that makes us distressed and in pain from a Zen point of view, so that we can turn it around and see the beauty and the fun and the aliveness of whatever comes to us in our lives. So last week we were talking about what is the medicine, what is the illness, what is the cause of the distress that we are under. And I said in the next few podcasts, and indeed in the rest of the series, we're going to explore this from all different points of view and from all different perspectives. And today what we're looking at is the path is made by walking on it. What does that mean? And what I'm really looking at here is what is it that causes us, what if one of the things that causes us so much distress and confusion and maybe even disappointment? We're all on a road. We're going somewhere. <laughs> We're moving along. Most of us have some kind of destination in mind, goal in mind, outcome in mind that we're hoping will happen. And we walk along and along and some of us do reach what we consider to be our destination, but we're very surprised when we get there. Oh my goodness, this isn't what I expected. This isn't what I was thinking of. Actually, we think when we get there, our journey is over, but of course, once we reach one destination, the next one is right in front of us. So it's always a surprise for those travelers that they have to get up and go forth again. Somehow that destination wasn't quite what they were hoping for. Where to now? What's next? As my years and years of working as a therapist with people, I've heard that question over and over. What's next? As if the next destination or the next steps we take will bring us to exactly the place we want to go. They don't usually stop and ask the question, what is the purpose of another journey or of this journey? Just let me get there. Other for others, and that's for many of us, including myself, the road weaves and wobbles. We get on a road, uh, suddenly detours appear, obstacles appear. We take detours, or we get very lost exploring the scenery. Oh my goodness, look at those trees. We go off what we thought was our road and become maybe fascinated with the scenery or upset by the scenery, or we feel we've got to fight with the scenery or the events that we see taking place or the people that pop up on our journey. And it, we get detoured from where we think we're going. And then we become upset, oh, I wasted time, I wasted energy. How am I going to get back onto that main road again? And I gotta, I've got, the feeling is I've got to get somewhere. The quicker, the better, even though we may not know where we're going, we've got to get there anyway. We've got to go. We've got to keep going. 
<clears throat> on this weavy, wobbly road. Others enjoy taking familiar paths. They like to see the same scenery. They want to know what the touch points are along the road. They take the same trip over and over and over again. It somehow reassures them that the world is stable, that they know where they're going. And even though when they get to the destination, well, it's not quite what I wanted, but they'll try that same road again, same road again, thinking that the end product or where they're going will be different or it will be better. There's a wonderful, fun story, which I'll tell again in another podcast because it's relevant for many points, of Mullah Nasruddin, who was a wonderful character, and he loved everything that was sweet and delicious. And he, someone saw him eating from a bowl of very sour pickles. So he's taking a bite of one pickle, making a face, didn't like it. He went back into that same bowl of pickles, tried to take another one. Oh, another sour pickle. Didn't like that one either. He kept going, same path, same thing. And the person said to him, Malo Nasruddin, why are you eating one sour pickle after another? And he said, well, I'm waiting for a sweet one. (laughs) Waiting for a sweet one. (laughs) Waiting for a sweet outcome. We take the same path over and over, thinking something will change on it, hoping it will. Maybe we will. Then, of course, those who go along these same stable, safe roads, if the signposts, if one or two of the sign, the, the usual, normal, familiar signposts fall down, they don't know where they are. They get lost. They feel confused. They get very upset because everything on that road has to be exactly the same as it was the day before. That's many of us who are very attached to certain traditions, certain routines that can almost develop into compulsions of a kind. Then, of course, there are those travelers who fall into potholes. If there's a pothole on the road, they'll slip right into it. Well, these travelers explore the potholes thoroughly. Some of them enjoy exploring all the different potholes. Then they come up out of them and go forward. Others make a home down there in the potholes, lose their way, don't know how to get up at all. So, in a way that describes many of our life journeys, traveling different paths, and there's a sense of deep disappointment. Where am I going? Why aren't I getting to the place I hoped I would be? What is this road I'm really on? So what, my question is, when will we find rest for all these travelers? In Zen, we're thought of as travelers. May I be thought of as a traveler this autumn afternoon, is a very well-known quote, poem. Quote. How are these travelers going to find the best pathway for them? That's a koan, it's a question, it's a life question. How do we find the best road, the best pathway, the best journey for us that will take us where we really deeply long to and want to and need to go? A wonderful little Zen koan or story or quotation 
addresses this very point when a teacher was asked by a student, what is the road to Hanshan? He was asking, of course, where am I going? What is the best road to the peak of the mountain for that particular student? He wanted to get to the peak of the mountain, to the peak of his life, to the high point, to the place where he wouldn't suffer anymore, to the place where there would be no more anguish, where he knew what he was here for and where he was headed. Where is the road to Hanshan? That's what Hanshan might represent. Where is it? And the teacher, now this answer is very profound and it's a beautiful answer to our questions. The teacher said, there is no road to Hanshan. Wow. Very different answer from what we expected. There is no road to Hanshan. And we take that one step further by saying a quote from a very well-known poet, which is, the path is made by walking on it. Beautiful. Your path is not preformed for you necessarily, although many of us take preformed, well-carved paths but the path, your path, is made by walking on it, not thinking about it, dreaming about it, wondering about it, but actually taking your own two feet in life, taking your own steps, finding where that takes you, what it feels like, where you personally are, and where you personally may be headed. Your path is made by walking on it by exploring it for yourself. That is a very big theme in in Zen teachings. Step up, take your steps, live the life given to you. We get so lost because we're walking somebody else's path. We get so confused because we expect things on the road that aren't there and we encounter other things. And we don't know what to make of it. We fight it. We're angry with it. Rather than embracing it. Oh, this is part of my journey. This is exciting. Over and over, people will say, Oh, I went the wrong way. I made a mistake. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be here. Of course it should. It should because that's what is right there. Your path. Very few of us dare to carve out our own paths. And we could say that that is one of the real... We become imitation of others. When we become an imitation of someone else, when we don't walk with our own two feet on this huge and magnificent earth, we lose ourselves. We lose our authentic experience of life and what's there for us. When, however, we're willing to really step with our own feet, experience our own life, take our own steps, not fight with everything that appears on the roadway or the journey way, then we may come to a very amazing and unexpected discovery. And we may see that not only that is the path made by walking on it, but that every step we take is 
the destination. There's really nowhere to go except where we are right now. Here we are. When we embrace this moment, this step, this experience, this person, that is our destination. Rather than waiting for the perfect, perfect, perfect moment at the end of the road, all those steps, all those years, all those days we lose, waiting, waiting, hoping. But this very step is the destination, is the wonder. (laughs) We're right here now experiencing whatever it is doesn't matter as much as the fact that here we are right now experiencing our own lives. We do, we're not here to experience someone else's life. We're not here to go from one path to another, a supposed path, which is what many of us do. I'll be this. I'll try this profession. I'll try this relationship. I'll be this one's husband, this one's wife. I'll try to invest in this instead of that. Then maybe I'll find who I am. As if we're going to find who we are in some external pathway, in some road to heaven. But all the while, here we are. Hanshan, heaven, the ultimate of who we are is existing right now in this very moment, in this very step that we take. Don't ignore it. Don't negate it. Don't jump off your own path, your own life into someone else's experience. As soon as we begin to carve out our own path, which is right step by step, right under our feet, very miraculously the secret of our journey appears. It's not somewhere else. It's not in somebody else's pathway. It's our journey and it's our steps and it's our understanding that we must reclaim. When we do, so much of the distress and the confusion and the feeling of being lost or alienated or lonely disappears. Disappears. We have to come home to ourselves. That is a great teaching of Zen practice. And it's so simple that it's hard to do. But it's not hard to do. We start with one step each step. Each step, each moment. We start with one moment. Thank you so much for listening, for joining our podcast. It's a pleasure to be with you. If you enjoy it, come subscribe on iTunes and join our community board if you want to on the website Today. There are questions, comments, whatever. And let's all together, by our own lives, by our own joy, by our own clarity, be a beacon of light in these days of many storms. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.